Welcome to the One Life Now podcast. In this weekly show, we will be exploring the transformative world of alternative health and spirituality. Our aim is to provide you with practical tips, inspiring stories, and expert insights to help you live your best life. From the latest research on wellness trends to ancient spiritual practices, we will cover a wide range of topics to help you live a more meaningful and fulfilling life. We hope you will join us on this journey of self-discovery and transformation. Hello, I'm so excited again to welcome back Natalie Jackson. Welcome, Natalie. Thank you, Shelly. So happy to be back. She is the founder of the Women Unveiled School of Women's Mysteries. She's also a certified firewalk facilitator, which I have had the pleasure of doing with her. It was amazing. And the co-founder of the Arrows Work Sexuality and Shadows Transformative Program. She's also the author of a, a new book called All the Light and Dark Things about shadow work and what's on the other side of that. Uh, she's been facilitating transformative circles for over 17 years, and she's been on a journey of personal transformation and growth for over 21 years. She is an amazing facilitator and uh, just a wonderful all-around person, and so I'm so excited to have her here. She has so much wisdom to share with us. Oh, thank you for that, Shelly. Good to be back. Today, we're going to dive into your Women Unveiled School of Women's Mysteries. Yeah, it's so mysterious. I know a lot of people <laughs> who have been uh, through the through the program and have just been transformed. Mm. So can you tell us a little bit about what it is? Absolutely. Yeah, Women Unveiled is a year long. What's well, about nine months long, you know, the length of a birthing cycle and the, fir the first year is, and, and during those nine months, we have five weekends together. So it's the same group of women that enter into the program who go through the entire nine months together. And in between those weekends, we gather to, to learn a little bit of the ancient mystery teachings from like a Western mystery perspective. So we call them esoteric teachings, such as what one you probably would have heard before, like as above, so below mm -hmm. that whole concept that we are a, a mere, we're a microcosm of the macrocosm. So we're built in direct relation to the, to the earth on, on a cellular level, on all levels. And so we talk about some of those mystery teachings in those in between evenings and the weekends themselves are very experiential. So these are times for the women to come together and experience rituals and process work that is in its essence meant to stir up what's what's in the way of someone's genius, I would say, you know, what is in the way from you living the life that you desire at a, a, on a foundational level. And all of the rituals as you go through them, and especially as the trust is developed over time, you go through them with a, a group of women, they, they like unlock some of those hidden aspects of self. And, and so the first year is all about discovery. It's, it's what's in your way. What kind of subconscious beliefs are holding you back? What kind of shadows are there? We look at shadows, you know, we look at uh, what's keeping that, that, that 
magnificent essence of who you are from being fully seen and expressed in the world. And what can you do to tear down those walls and barriers? Oh, beautiful. Creating, uh, or not creating, but allowing the people to just be more of them, of themselves in their essence. I love that. Exactly. How did you get interested in doing this type of work? Well, there was a really beautiful synchronicity that took place. I used to have a healing center in Edmonton, Alberta. And I was sitting there one night and it was already closed, but the front door was open. So so this woman walked in. Of course, that's what people do when the, when the door is open, right? So she walked in, sat down and um, starts talking to me. And oh, I forgot to say the night before I had had a dream. And in that dream, it said, you will follow the path of the priestess. And I didn't know what a priestess was at that point. It was completely mysterious. So I was like, fine. I, I, I wrote it down and then I kind of forgot about it. So she walks in, she starts talking to me, a complete stranger. She starts telling me about all of you know this woman she's thinking of working with who lives in Massachusetts. Da, 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 da. And, then, and then I'm like, okay, that's interesting. And, and I was like, well, what does she do? She goes, well, she runs a program called Priestess Path. And right away I went, what? And, and that was it. She walked out of my space and I never saw her again. I don't even remember who she was. Priestess Path started the following week and there was one spot left in the program. And yeah, it was just incredible synchronicities that took place. And as soon as I met Elisa, Elisa Starkweather is the woman who, who ran that program. I knew right away, this was my work in the world. This is why I'm, I'm here, why I've incarnated at this time, why I've raised three boys only to be like thrown into the divine feminine because there was such an imbalance in our home. Right. Wow. Wow. And I knew that women's mysteries were my, my calling. And so then, you know, I worked with Elisa to bring the work to Alberta and so on and so forth. And it all unfolded from there. Wow. That's incredible. This dream. And then this lady comes in. Amazing. Getting the tingles again. (laughs) (laughs) So what happens in, uh, the women's mystery school. You, well, you kind of talked about that a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'll talk about it a little bit. Can you dive yeah. into that a bit more? Absolutely. Yeah. Some of the pieces that we do. Well, I'll talk a little bit about this overarching paradigm that is part of my life's mission right now. And that's to really rewrite what sisterhood is. Like, I, I do believe that we have a bit of a, a tainted or distorted view of what being in sister relationships should or could look like, you know, we're often, we're taught things like uh, jealousy and we're taught to, to not encourage one another to get bigger than who, where, where we are, we're, you know, we're taught to take each other down. Like all, these are all like societal ways that we're taught about what it means to be in circles of sisters. And so there's a lot of un, undoing that happens in this work. Uh, the, the foundation of it being shadow work, which is what we talked about last time we gathered. You know, we really look at some of those shadows around jealousy, around envy, around regret, you know, and, and, and unpack them so that when we come together, we can see and want the best in one another and, and really bless each other's journey of awakening. So that's kind of at the foundation of it. 
And there's lots of, of rituals and processes we do in order to, to bring that into being. Um, you know, we fire a walk and we have some wild woman rituals where we sleep in the forest and, and um, we explore shadows. We explore, you know, some archetypal, um, how would you say it? Like archetypal reenactments of certain instinctual processes like humanity everyone all humans go through death and rebirth cycles we do our entire lifetime mm -hmm. you know we experience it mostly it's unconscious right our life hits us it's like somebody dies or something really terrible happens and and we go through our own death and rebirth over and over again so we we ritualize these things in in a mystery school where we actually have a ritual like death and rebirth and what happens then when you learn how to prepare yourself for when life is going to give you that experience. So that's a lot of what we do is we prepare for the hard things that life throws our way. Wow. That sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. That sounds amazing. And I have been thinking about, um, about, um, you know, that our life is impermanent mm -hmm. and um, yeah, it would be nice not nice, but uh, mm. yeah, if we can hold that sometimes, not that we need to like hold that in our everyday space, but we can remember to be intentional with our life because it just doesn't last forever. Exactly. Exactly. And actually one of the esoteric teachings from like ancient dream, uh, like cultures that really focused on dreaming practices oh. is they actually talk about about welcoming death as an ally, like walking alongside of death and walking alongside of death every single day. So if death was at your shoulder, like right beside you, shoulder to shoulder, walking with you, how will that impact the choices that you're making and the relationships that you're engaging in and where you're putting your energy? Like there's something really powerful about honoring the process of death. I feel like it would make me a way kinder nicer loving yeah a purposeful person yeah it does it really does and there's humility in that journey as well when i realize wow i'm you know i'm one heartbeat away from death and so how am i going to spend this next heartbeat like it is it is a beautiful journey to go on to walk with death. Mm -hmm. So this mystery school sounds amazing. <laughs> it's, it's deep and it's intense. And I will say it is not for the faint of heart. Okay. You know, someone, someone needs to be ready, ready for, ah. for, for, Oh, not only to step into the mysteries, but ready for like this whole concept of the divine feminine to really come through and impact your life i mean she, she doesn't pull punches okay. when she when she shows up <laughs> how would you know if you're ready oh <laughs> like you're yeah, listening to this great. you're thinking hmm, am i ready <laughs> there might be some signs well some of the ways that that you might know you're ready is if you know, even just talking about the divine feminine, if that is either really mysterious or you're curious about it, or you've, you've wondered, 
Like, how has she impacted your life already? Like, is she, is she living through you? You know, she, I say she with a capital S, like, is she living through you? If that is a curiosity to you, then she might be already calling you in, into the mysteries. And, and I'm not even referring to one specific goddess or one particular tradition. That's not even what this is about. Although there is a, an, a, a, an essence of, or a relation to like Mother Earth as, as a guiding spirit and a guiding light. There's, there's you know, definitely work we do with her as, as, as the great mother, you know, and, and so our relationship to the divine feminine would be one way. And also this whole concept of sisterhood and community. I know there are a lot of women who are searching for that and maybe have never experienced it, don't know what it feels like, don't know the potential of what it means to be supported in this way that's so mysterious, right? Because it's not even been around. So mm-hmm. if that is a yearning, then I would say that, you know, this is this is likely good work to to walk into. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. And thank you for creating that space for people mm-hmm. to have that and to spread the ripples, you know, into the world with that. I have witnessed, you know, many people who have come out of your mystery school and they're, you know, just um, shining and and supportive, loving Mm -hmm. people. Not that, you know, they weren't before, but it really really helps their essence to shine even more. Yeah. Yeah. So if people can't join your school because maybe they live far away and they're not going to be able to um, to come to Alberta, mm-hmm. um, what could they do to help themselves, you know, to create a sisterhood for themselves? Mm. Yeah, that's a that's a really great question. So I was, you know, I was thinking earlier when, when we talked about this, about the about the wild. So we do a lot of of exploring and excavating of the wild woman within the self, like the raw instinctual uh, gut instinct kind of um, messaging and information that is available in our own bodies. We talk a lot about that. What is your body saying right now? When women ask me, you know, what should I do here? I'm like, what is your body say? Like your body knows it has all of the wisdom that it needs. And, and so even starting to gather in circles, like this is what I would invite women to do. We, we were having red tents for quite a few years out here where we would gather and we would, and we would honor like the women who are bleeding in the circle and just be like, Hey, is there any extra support you need right now? Like, like, do you need a back rub or is there anything I can do to, to be here for you? And we would have this beautiful evening of just having our needs met, being able to ask for some support, being able to receive support, offer support, all of those things, right? Beautiful. Yeah, there's something. Yeah, it's a pretty magical way of being together when we can, we, we can honor the processes we're going through. And that includes everything. You know, if someone has experienced something traumatic, um, that they haven't had been witnessed in, like, let's say, you know, someone maybe had a miscarriage or had an abortion or, you know, some major experience or lost a child that was, that was older, some major life experience where, you know, as a society, we don't, we don't really have spaces to go and, and witness life's tragedies. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Many times we, we even like 
yeah, even myself, we would just go through sometimes life and and not even really have the space to talk about things or grieve or exactly. you know any of that. And it's kind of getting stuff down into the shadows, like you know we mm-hmm. talked about before. So that's that's, yeah. one, that's beautiful. Yeah, to be held so in the space of the sacredness. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's really what I would invite women to do everywhere, wherever you are in the world, is start to gather with women and just honor what it what it's meant to go through life in this body. Mm. What experiences do you have? What are you still carrying in your body? You know, there have been women come to a red tent and no word of a lie, Shelly. They'll say something, they'll they'll, you know, they'll say something like, I have never told anyone this my entire life. And they're maybe in their 60s and they're carrying this like shame around having an abortion or whatever their experience was that they never shared with anyone. And all of a sudden it comes out in a in a beautiful way. And everyone in the circle just says thank you at the end of the share. Like there's nothing else. There's nothing we need to do. There's nothing we need to fix. We just need to honor and witness one another in our in our journeys. Oh, that's so beautiful so beautiful yeah I can just feel my heart opening as you're as you're speaking to that that's beautiful thank you yeah so get together and honor what get it together be a woman yeah trust your body yeah Start asking how that feels in your body mm-hmm you uh were speaking of a book earlier that um I wanted to touch on, we started talking about, you know, women's mysteries and what was that book you were, you want to recommend a book? I do. There's a a really wonderful book called Wild Power by Alexandra Pope and a second author. And I can't remember her name. And um, in this book, so they've created what's called the Red School. And it's a whole school. It's all online. And you can find all of this really beautiful information about learning to honor our moon time and our bleeding cycles and developing a new relationship with our uterus and with everything that that goes on in this body that has a uterus right all of all of what the experience is and how when we honor that experience it shifts the experience if you can believe it well that's not really that shocking <laughs> you know if if i might have an experience of having like all of this pms and pain and irritability and all of this and i might be resisting resisting every month coming up to that time. And, and through this work, and I've gone through it myself of, of really becoming more and more aware of my body's changes and needs and a need to go inwards, you know, for a certain time of my cycle. And as I do that, the pain in my body has been going away to the point where it's almost completely gone. There's almost no pain in my, in my bleeding um, monthly, monthly um, cycle anymore. And also the, the emotional, roller coaster of the whole cycle has shifted to a level of understanding and acceptance and it doesn't impact me the same way that it did and so their work really outlines how do we get there how do we get to be to a point where we're totally at peace and our body is at peace with all of these changes and we understand it completely oh i love that just like honoring the whole cycle you know exactly. like a lot of women i talk to you know we just haven't been many of us or most of us I feel haven't really been you know that hasn't been sort of a part of our culture to learn about that honoring and 
That's right. So, you know, it's kind of like, okay, just like pretend that's not happening and go Mm -hmm. on with your life and, you know, tend to everything in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. And many, many women have been maybe not putting themselves first. You know, there's been a lot of, you know, buzzword about self-care these days, which is, I think that, you know, it's, it's good that that's emerging. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just to, to care for themselves as well. And so to understand that'd be a good, yeah. good place to start. Yes, for understanding. And this wild power then is the next version of that. So if we go through all of our bleeding years and and I'm reading it now and it's about preparation for menopause because that's where I am right now. I'm almost 50 and, my, and I could feel my body preparing for something. I feel like I, like I'm stepping into a void and I don't want anybody around and I want to go there alone and I want to be alone most of the time. (laughs) And so there's, you know, in this book, she really outlines the importance of honoring that cycle because we get to menopause and it's like a full, like recapitalization of your entire life. Like you got to rectify everything. And if there's anything you haven't sorted out yet, it's going to hit you. And it might hit you, you know, (laughs) my dogs are barking. (laughs) Obviously my dogs are feeling it as well. So it might, it might. (laughs) They're like, I can attest for that. (laughs) That's right. Exactly. And so, you know, just to say that again, so we get to this point pre-menopause where it's like a rectification of everything we haven't done yet. Everything we haven't healed yet. The stories we haven't put to rest yet. All of that shows up pre-menopause. And, and so, you know, they really outline how, how we prepare ourselves for, for the, the, the healing cycles of our entire life. Like it's looking at our entire life as one cycle, oh. as opposed to every month as a cycle, That's which is fascinating. Amazing. That is fascinating. And yeah, I'm so excited to read that. I'm definitely like in that space right now where I've, fully feeling like, okay, everything's coming up for me to be healed. And I'm, yeah, just going through it. You know, it's not, uh, it'll be nice to have a little wisdom companion on my side there. Absolutely. Well, that would, that would be a really good book. I would recommend it highly. Thank you. So how can people get a hold of you? Yeah, well, most of everything I do is available on my website, which is nataliejackson.com. And I do some work one-on-one online. My preference is to is to work with people in person. I do have a retreat center on our land. And, and actually, you know, it's it's near Edmonton and it is a place where there's, there's lots of healers and teachers that come out here now to bring their, their sacred offerings and their sacred work to the world. And so, you know, that that's there as like an anchor for, for community and for, for healing. And um, yeah, there's lots of programs that are ongoing out here and I'm here to be in service. That's wonderful. And when does your, can we talk a little, let's talk a little bit about uh, your mystery school. When does it start? It starts again in September. So the the weekends are spread out between September and June. So September 2023 
And the registration is open for that generation of women. That'll be the 11th generation of women that go through this program. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. And I'm just trying to think, is there anything else we need to touch on about the mystery school? Mm, there might be one piece around the wild that I think I'd like to name because I because I do believe it's really important right now the the wild one within each of us men women all genders right it's it's the wild instinctual nature of the self and the piece that's really resonated with me over the years is this concept that that I am not a part like I am actually a part of the wild. I'm not separate from the wild. And so there's this there's this spell that we've been under as a culture that the wild is this thing that happens out there. I can go to watch the wild. I can go to walk in the wild. I can go to listen to the birds in the wild. But that I am not a part of the wild. And I actually don't believe that that's true at all. I actually believe that you and I and everyone is inherently a part of the wild. And so, you know, the same instinct that makes the birds get up and start to sing on a sunny day, that instinct lives in us as well. You know, and maybe it's a matter of slowing down enough to hear the rhythm of the earth and to feel her alive in, in us, in our bodies. And in that, you know, in that journey of feeling her, then, then the wild like wakes up in, inside of us. And I do believe that that is imperative. Where we are right now as a collective in this time in human history, I believe that that wild instinctual nature of the self is imperative for the survival of our species if we are meant to survive, right? Like I, I think it's necessary for us to move forward in, in healthy ways. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Tuning in to instincts, instincts. and uh, intuition and mm-hmm. trusting. Trusting. Yeah. That's what you, you spoke a bit about trusting our bodies and asking how things are feeling in our bodies and stuff like that. Yeah. That's the wild. That's how that's how she and I use she he, they, spirit, creator, whatever you want to call it. That's how it speaks to us is, is through our body. Beautiful. Through the wild. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Natalie. This has been so great having you and all your wisdom on the show again. And I can't wait for for people to experience your mystery school and to try out some of these things. I'm definitely going to go get that book. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I look forward to the next time that I get to, uh, to be in your space again. Beautiful. Thank you so much for inviting me here, Shelly. It's been an honor. <laughs>